New Year's resolutions that actually stick. That's what I'm going to help you achieve today. Not only real resolutions, real results. And the reason you haven't gotten them yet. Welcome to the last show of 2018. I'm about to bring you a message that's going to help you make those resolutions stick for a change. Everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions every 12 months at this time, but nobody is trying to help you fix the foundation. Very few are. And today I'm going to help you fix the foundational core that is currently keeping you held back in bondage, whether it's getting our fitness right, our relationships right, our money right, our mental health right, whatever it is, we're focusing on the wrong thing. And that's why no matter what behavior you change or what decision you make to move forward, it never quite seems to stick. There are a few factors, and today I'm going to talk about one of them. You can't quite put your finger on it, but I want to suggest that maybe it's possible you've been marinating in poison from your past. Today I'm going to talk about forgiveness. I'm going to talk about reasons that we don't forgive, reasons you must forgive, and I'm going to give you four simple pointers on exactly how to make forgiveness real in your life so you can implement it and live in it. What's up, guys? This is Adam Kasich. I am the instigator, and you are listening to the Instigation Nation podcast. What is up, instigators? Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. (laughs) Christmas Eve. Oh, man. It is December 30th. (laughs) If tomorrow's Christmas Eve, I'm in trouble. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. How excited are you guys? I know I am excited. Resolutions, resolutions. Don't we all look at resolutions? As always, in Instigation Nation style, I'm going to bring you guys some truth first before we start talking about resolutions. Because resolutions are a scam. If the underlying, if the, if the foundational work is not in place, everybody's got three tips for you on how to lose belly fat, but they don't ever change your mind. They don't ever help you change your mind about how you see yourself when you look in the mirror, your mindset. We try to change behavior to alter the soul or the spirit or our results. It just doesn't work that way. But today, I'm going to give you the truth that's going to help you move on. I know a lot of us are excited. Maybe some of us are a little bit cynical because we've done this one before. Right? We've seen this song and dance. But I'm not going to talk to you about achieving your resolutions today because you don't have a chance to do it without what I'm going to talk about to you. Everybody wants to sell you a program on how this year is going to be different. Set your resolutions. Don't set a resolution. Set a goal. Don't set a goal. Here's how to do it. Here's not how to do it. Everybody's got an opinion, including me. But one thing I've learned in the last several years is we don't stand much of a chance of getting the change that we're looking for by changing behavior. It might sound weird to you, might sound counterintuitive, but the thing that I've learned is that we have to fix the foundation first. If, if the house is built on sand, we all know about that, right? The wind and the waves and the storms going to tear it down. It's 
got to be built on a rock. It's got to be built on a solid foundation. You know, the house that we came from previously to where we live now, we were renting that place. And the landlord believed in duct tape and band-aids rather than renovation. You know people like that? They're not going to fix the bumper on their car. They're just going to tape it to the rest of the car. They're going to tape it to the body, like duct tape everywhere. Look, fix it right the first time and get longevity out of the work that you put in rather than having to constantly redo your work because you didn't fix the foundation first. My dad always taught me, do it right the first time. Do it right the first time. That's what I'm trying to teach my kids. Everything flows out of that. Everything. You got an evil heart, you're going to do evil things. You got a good heart, you're going to do good things. Everything flows from the heart. Everything. So in order to get a new result from our resolutions that we are resolved to implement, to execute for a new year, we got to loosen some chains first. We're going to talk about forgiveness in a way that maybe you haven't heard before. Maybe you have. I don't know. But I'm going to give you my best shot on this because it's something that revolutionized my life a year ago when I put this into play. I'm going to start with reasons we won't let ourselves forgive. I'm going to get into reasons we must forgive. And then I'm going to give you a few pointers on exactly how to do it. No one ever teaches us how to do it. They always tell us that we must. They always tell us that it's good for us. How do I forgive? How do I do that? No one ever taught me. So I'm going to help you. So there's a few reasons why we won't let ourselves forgive, right? The extreme hurt is probably the first thing that comes to mind. We've been hurt so intimately, so deeply. Maybe in ways that have affected our families tremendously. We've had lasting damage done to us. Far longer lasting effects on our life that we have to deal with than maybe even why the person did it in the first place. We think they're getting off easy when we deal with the damage day in and day out. Right? We think they're getting the easy road while we're dealing with what they did to us. We think that maybe they won't have a price to pay for what they did. This was mine big time. We don't want to let them off the hook. This is a big, big reason. Or maybe we just feel like, you know, God says that he's our vindicator. Maybe we don't believe that God will actually vindicate for us. Our creator, our protector. Maybe we don't believe that. I'll tell you, the, the three-part show series that I did called The Lab, I had to do some serious work inside myself in order to get past what those people had done to me. And I will tell you straight up, I didn't think, I'm not, first of all, I'm not the, the type of person that naturally holds a grudge. It's not my style. It's not, it's a very ingrained in me. It's extremely difficult for me to hold on to things. It really is. I consider it a blessing. I consider it a gift to have that. But sometimes it's, it upsets me, actually, because there's times when 
I've wanted to be mad at somebody and, and I couldn't. But in the case of this lab and where I came from and three particular individuals, one or two especially, um, I had to do, I, I thought I was not holding a grudge, but I was. And I couldn't figure out why I was so stressed and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't sleep and I had anxiety and it was affecting me in other areas of my life. And I, I determined that, hey, maybe I got to forgive them. Maybe I have to do that. And so I worked at it. I tried it. And I'm going to share with you how I did that with them today. I did it a little over a year ago. It was December of 17 when I did it. And it worked. And it was very effective. And it was real. And I'm going to share with you exactly what that is today on the short episode. There's reasons we must forgive if we want to truly move on with our life. If we truly want to attain some goal, believe it or not, maybe losing belly fat or having finances in a better shape this year or especially relational stuff. When it comes to interpersonal relationships, if you got unforgiveness in your heart, that will leak out all over the place. And you won't even know why you and the the new love of your life just can't quite get it in line when so many other areas are so perfect. Does that sound familiar? Maybe there's some flow blockage. We're going to get into that right now. There are reasons we must forgive. And number one, and this is a belief from the bottom of my heart, you don't have to be in line with this, doesn't matter. But consider this. Number one is we've been forgiven by God for all of our bad shit. Haven't we? I mean, I believe we have. I believe in the core of my spirit that I've been forgiven for everything. And I believe you have too. Now, whether we've accepted that forgiveness or not, that's a different story for a different time. But we have been forgiven. It's what Jesus was all about. It's the whole reason he came. We introduce resistance into our life, which blocks spiritual flow. That's another reason we must forgive. We are putting energetic resistance into our life, and we are literally blocking flow of love and goodness and other blessings that could be coming our way. Who likes internal blockage? I had to stick my finger in one of my kids' butts when they were an infant because they had blockage. No bueno. Another reason we got to forgive, it's probably the most difficult way to prove our gratitude for our own blessings in life. And there's nothing, there's not one thing we can do to bring more goodness and blessings into our life, into our homes, into our relationships, into our bank account than to express gratitude. But when we forgive, it is proof that we are expressing gratitude in some way, shape, or form, depending on, you know, amount or whatever. I mean, you ain't got to be 100% laying the ground in tears grateful for stuff. There can be small amounts of gratitude, you know? It's not about perfection here. It's about progress. Success is not about perfection. And success is not even about completion. In total resolution, success is about progress. Remember that. Another reason we must forgive is that we, prove, we, we are proving that we trust our creator. 
They have given us a promise to repay those who have done us wrong. They've promised to vindicate our cause, to restore the damage. I've seen it written that said that God will restore the lost years. And in some cases, even double what we had before. Y'all know the, the, the story of Job? Lost everything he had and restored doublefold. By forgiving others, we prove our trust in our Heavenly Father the way that our kids trust us to protect them and fight for them when people are trying to hurt them. We tell our kids, hey, don't bite little Susie back in the class just because she bit you. Don't do that. Let me bite her. No. (laughs) Don't do that back, right? There's other ways. We're going to step in and we're going to do it from a higher perspective. We're going to resolve the issue and, and give repayment from a higher perspective to make amends. Very, very similar. Other reasons, it will bring more joy and peace and patience and easygoing lightness to our life. Our heart will feel lighter rather than heaviness of heart. We will lose the crap that's weighing us down, the worry, the strife, the anger, the bitterness, anxiety. You've heard me talk about it on the show before if you've listened. I lost facial hair over this stuff. And until recently, it was gone for like, it was like a year and a half that it was falling out of my face and coming and going in patches on my face and my chin mostly. Weird. I got a full chin of hair today. A full chin of hair. I might even put a picture of it on the website for you. It's crazy. You will have an increased well-being. You will have an increase of youthfulness, of health, of wholeness, happiness when you truly learn to forgive and implement it in your life. Plus, when we choose to hold on to the damage, y'all know I love analogies, we're actually, it's like, it's like we're trying to take a boat out into sea or out onto the lake My people from where I come from in Michigan, they love their lake time, man, for those three weekends a year that they actually get to go out there and do it. Can you imagine wanting to go take the boat out, but you refuse to untie it from the dock? That's what this is. That's what not forgiving is. That's what holding on to offense does to you ties you in place in some way shape or form it absolutely does you know it's true we're trying to live now and into the future by staying locked into a past scene that we've already lived out that doesn't even exist anymore what happened does not exist it is gone the past is gone it is only the only reason we even let it affect us is because we have a memory of it. Our memory holds on to it. And so we live in it in some way, shape, or form. You would not sit in your car in the morning. Listen to how ridiculous this is. You would not get ready to go to work, get in the car, do all the stuff that it takes to get ready, expect to go. Your mindset is going. You get in the car, you start it, it starts. You got fuel in the tank. Maybe the tank is full, maybe it's half full, whatever. But then you sit there and just cry 
without putting it into drive because of that one time you ran out of gas and you had to walk to a gas station or you had to walk to a neighbor or something, whatever, to get fuel. You sit there and cry because of that one time. Dude, you got your life now. The problem's gone. You're living in the effect. You're not living in a reality of your past. You're living in an effect from it that you're choosing to keep in place. That is insane. That's nuts. I did that for a while with those people. That's how insane it is to not forgive, but you expect your heart and your mind and your conscience to feel light and breezy or be stress-free or move on, quote, unquote, like, like it never happened. Mm-mm. We're not talking about forgetting today. We're talking about forgiving. Forgive and forget's a topic for another time. It cannot happen. If you truly want to move on in some way in the new year, and you don't want to be one of the, the casualties of the two to three weeks and quit, and then I'll just wait till next December 31st to get real again, here's how we're going to do it. Here's four points and we're out. Number one, acknowledge the hurt. Whether it's to the person or not to the person, that's for you to determine whether or not that you're going to do that. In my case, it was not appropriate because it was an employer. Write it down or verbalize it. This is what I did. I verbalized it in my head a couple few times. It's what I did. I verbalized it in my head. I pictured the conversation and I played it out a little bit in my head of just to myself. Acknowledge the hurt. Acknowledge the damage. Sometimes it's appropriate to do it face-to-face with somebody. Number two, express your trust that God will handle your business for you like the ultimate protecting father that he is. Realize this. No matter what or who I, as, as an earthly dad, no matter what I will do, I will do what I can to protect my kids, okay? Like, like you would. If you have kids, you understand this. Or nieces, nephews, kids that are close to you that you truly care about. As earthly people, how much do we do that for kids? But how much more will our creator do it for us, our heavenly father? Express your trust that you believe God will handle your business for you, on your behalf. If you don't believe that, I guess that's a sticking point for today's show. But this is a crucial piece from where I sit. Number three, consciously and actually release those who hurt you from your heart. Like, actually mean it. A real apology. Don't we all know when someone apologizes? Hey, I'm sorry, but, right? We know that's fake. We all know what a real apology looks like. We all do. It has body language attached to it. It has a true sense, uh, a feeling, a vibration of remorse. You can feel it from the other person. That's a vibration you're feeling when you can feel their energy from them. Your job is to release it. Consciously say it from your heart and mean it. Release them to God. Use your own version of something like this. This is, this is pretty much kind of how I said it. 
God, I don't know how to do this. I don't know about this. I don't like it. But I'm tired of being in the spot that I'm in. I'm tired of being sick in my stomach. I'm tired of losing hair on my face. I'm going to trust you to handle those fools the way only you can. Look, that might not sound like some kind of pretty Bible answer, but it's very founded in truth. It is rooted in a hardcore truth. And you don't have to use fools the way I do. I'm not. It is what it is, man. It's the way I talk. I'm going to trust you to handle those people. You know, Jesus on the cross says, Lord, forgive them for they know not what they do. I'm not Jesus. I'm not perfect. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you might, you, you probably aren't either. Okay, dare I say it? But the, the heart of the matter is, God, take this for me. Handle them the way you can because I, I can't, I can't do anything to them. And then you got to live it out. I thought for so long that if I released them, they would get off scot-free from what they did and in, in the, the effects that my family dealt with and to this day is still dealing with the ramifications of essentially crooks. Last I got word, feds are investigating them now up there. Mm-hmm. Woo. Maybe I'll give an update on that. If I learn some the the real story later, the lab part four, we'll see. But living that out, the hard part for me was trusting that they will be repaid. They will be. Justice will be served. I couldn't give the justice anyway. I couldn't deliver the justice, not legally. I mean, I had visions going through my head of breaking knees with baseball bats and slamming into people with cars and stuff. Hey, call me psychotic. It's what went through my head. If you've never felt like you've had thoughts of violence toward people who've hurt you, you're either freaking like a half a step shy of being a sainthood, like being in sainthood and being having a halo, or you're just lying. Not me. I wanted to cause damage to them. And I had to realize that by releasing them, I, they, they are not getting off the hook. They're not. I believe it. But I did. I got off the hook from the chains that were holding me down. Every day when it tries to come up, nope, I've forgiven them. When it comes, see what they did when you're reminded. But what about what they did to you? Nope. It's not mine anymore. I'm choosing peace. I'm choosing happiness. I'm choosing happy-go-lucky, whatever. Choose goodness over strife. Choose peace over discontent. It's just, it, as it comes back, it becomes more and more real on how you're living in it. And then just don't let it sneak back in. Just block it. Over a relatively short period of time, I'm talking, I don't want to say instant, but man, days are a couple few weeks of just practicing on that. And every moment gets better and better progressively because you're releasing more and more. It was a process for me, but I was committed to doing it because I was sick and tired of literally feeling sick inside. This year can be different for you. It can happen any time you choose. You don't need a New Year's Eve. You don't need a January 1st. 
You don't need a half-off gym membership that you, you're not going to use. You can start fresh anytime. Anytime you want, you can shake loose the chains. If you guys have not subscribed yet and you're finding value here, please subscribe. Tell people about it that, that you think it could help. If you want some extra goodies and some early notifications at times, I got some cool swag coming in the new year. It's going to be awesome. You can sign up at the website, instigationnation.com. All the episodes are there, instigationnation.com slash podcast. They're all there. You can listen on the site. Share this episode with somebody who you think it could help. It's the way the word spreads. Let's have a hell of a year this year. You can. This year can be different for you. But there are things that are holding you down. And maybe you're listening to other messages telling you to fix the surface, fix the behavior, put a Band-Aid on it, put some duct tape on it. Mindset controls everything in your life. Your mindset about any given thing controls every given thing that you get from that thing. Can't figure out why the same crap keeps happening. Your mindset in that area must change. Your mindset will fix the behavior. Don't worry about that. How about you instigate the greatest year of your life starting right now? Forgive them. Trust me, you get the benefit. You're not letting them off the hook. They will be repaid. But you get the benefit. They don't get the damage. They're not getting the damage by you not forgiving them. They're not even thinking about you anymore. Probably. If this was something in your past. Forgive. It's not weak. It's strong. Do it. You can do it. I promise. Feel free to email me if you guys want. Adam at instigationnation.com Until then, guys, I hope you had a phenomenal year. And I hope the next one is the greatest of your life. I'm here and so is Instigation Nation to help you make that happen. God bless you.